Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, right here on TalkingAlternative.com. And I wanted to thank Monty Taylor for that great intro at the end of his show. So thank you very much. Um, So on today's show, we're going to be continuing with our... Uh, mommy series for the month of May. This is the last show as next week is Memorial Day. So we will be off that day. So uh, if you didn't hear, if you didn't get a chance to listen to the other show, sort of centered all on, on mommy and wellness. Two weeks ago, I had on Hillary Irwin, a registered dietitian. We spoke all about uh, what to eat, what not to eat before you're pregnant, while you're pregnant, during pregnancy, after pregnancy. So that was a great show. And then last week I had on Ting Ting Kuo, physical therapist from the Rusk Institute of Rehabilitation here at, at uh, New York City at NYU. And we talked about common physical problems uh, pre, post, uh, pre and postnatal and how physical therapy can help and how as the the mom, you can kind of identify what's going on with your body and the reasons behind it. So those were two great episodes for Mommy Month. Now today, we are stepping away from the physical part of it and going more into the mental part of it. So today I'm going to have, it's going to be a really fun show. We've got a couple of people, I think, calling in throughout the show, so that will be really fun. Um, and my first guest who is on the line, she is uh, no stranger to this show, and that is Lori Fields. And she is the creator of realbeautyis.com. She is a New York State licensed social worker who received her master's degree from NYU School of Social Work in 2000. She is an expert inspirational speaker in the areas of women's empowerment and inner beauty. And also, uh, she has real-world experience on this mommy stuff because she is a mother of two. So, Lori, thank you so much for calling in. Hi, Karen. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Great. So, you know, like I said, we had a couple of shows, you know, talking about nutrition and about the body. But today, what I really wanted to focus on is kind of how... As a mother, you kind of keep your sanity while raising maybe not only one child, but let's add to the mix, two children, three children. So, <laughs> you know, I'm sure, so now you have real world experience in this, and I'm sure that you have counseled women um, with, with uh, strategies and tools that they can use to kind of help them keep their sanity and, and keep them the best they can be so that they can serve their children in the best possible way. So absolutely, and um, I'm gonna, I want to start off by saying I'm actually in the midst of mommy madness yeah. at the moment because I actually have my baby here with me while I'm doing this interview. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, please pardon the baby noises if you hear them in the background. But um, quite all right. <laughs> appreciate you know the opportunity to even speak on this topic, and I love the fact that you're doing this type of show because you know it's so important for moms out there to just really ground into taking time to, um, you know, to really just be so appreciative of, like, where they're at with their life and the fact that, you know, being a mom is really one of the most challenging things that you can take on in, in the world. So, you know, just kind of centering into the fact that this is such a grand um, adventure and it, it comes with so many different different challenges so just kind of that acceptance of like this is really hard work you know and you can't uh, really prepare for it and no one really can kind of show you or guide you because you really have to tap into you know what who it is that you are as a mom and I think just kind of letting yourself off the hook mm. is such a great place to start okay. because we all come into this mothering thing probably with our own core beliefs or mental models about how we thought we should be or how we think we should be as a mom, mm-hmm. even when that vision doesn't serve us anymore, sometimes we still stay very stuck in that behavior because we feel like we have to live up to some expectation of how we thought we were going to be. And so I think just kind of stepping into that place of saying, you know what, being a mom is so hard and it's such an important and awesome responsibility that each and every mom, you know, needs to give themselves permission to be whatever kind of mom suits them best. Mm. And I think we need to kind of like release, you know, the first step is kind of releasing these expectations that we had of what it should all look like, you know, because every mom shows up in this role 
in a completely different way. And so this is an opportunity to ground into who you most want to be and who you need to be as a mom. And that whatever that version is for you, that it's okay. Mm, so, so that first step of giving yourself permission is such a crucial place to start. I never even thought about that. Would never something that wouldn't even come to to my mind. So you know, it, I guess you could say maybe to not compare yourself to the friend who's a mom or to even comparing yourself to your own mother might mm-hmm. be kind of a dangerous place to start off the whole mothering thing. It, it absolutely is, and I think. Um, I didn't even realize until I became a mom, you know, the first time around that how much information is out there and probably now even more so that, you know, everybody has a different idea. Everybody has different strategies. Everybody has a different suggestion. One doctor says one thing and one says another. And there's all these, you know, contrasting ideas about different types of parenting and, and how to approach any one situation that happens mm-hmm. with your child. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I feel like that can be so liberating, too, because there isn't one way. There's like a million ways. And so it's so important for you to allow yourself to go through this process in a way that really makes sense to you, because this is the hardest thing that you will ever do in your life. Right. Why not give yourself this space to sort of relax into it and say, you know what, I will find my way. And every mom makes mistakes, and every mom acts in ways that she probably wishes she could take back. And it's, you know, I sort of want to impress upon people, too, that, you know, you're not alone. You know, every mom has been through struggle. Every mom has challenges. And to kind of just allow yourself to kind of ease into this space of accepting that this is is challenging and trusting that you're going to find your way. Yeah, and I think... You know, the the one thing, you know, when I was at your lecture a couple of weeks ago, I mm-hmm. thought the one thing that you said that was was really kind of, I mean, you said it with like with a laugh, um, but I thought that it's kind of applicable here. It's like when you were talking about, you know, living your fullest life, that none of us are getting out of it alive, you know? And mm-hmm. so, so to kind of really take advantage and, and really kind of know who you are and, and be able to live your life in the fullest way to best serve you and best serve the people around you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so true with mothering, you know. Mothering is, you know, I have two, two really small children now, and I've never been so exhausted in my entire life. Like, I couldn't even anticipate, you know, what this type of ex- exhaustion was going to feel like. And I think, you know, it is important to keep in mind that, like, once my moments are gone with my kids, they're gone. Like, you don't get a chance to go back and say, you know, I wish I calmed down a little bit more. I wish that I didn't rush through this process. I wish I wasn't so hard on myself mm-hmm. about it all. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in that place where you feel like, when you feel either agitated or anxious or, you know, you're kind of forcing things and it's not feeling like you're sort of in flow, you know, you're really taking the enjoyment out of this whole process. And it's not to say that, look, everyone has their challenging time. I am absolutely no exception that every day challenges me. All, you know, all my moments with my kids challenge me. But I think you can sort of shift into this perspective of, you know, I'm going to do the best that I can at any given moment. And I'm going to, I'm going to approach parenting and mothering from this foundation of knowing that this is, this is a challenge and also sort of the greatest gift that I can give myself and give my children. So however I need to show up for that today, then that's, then that's good enough. That's who I'm going to be today. And, and I think that's great advice, and we're going to end this segment on that. When we come back, I'm happy to have to let everyone know that I have another uh, great mommy sort of joining our panel discussion today, Carolyn Kaufman. She is a friend of mine from college. She has her uh, degree in she has a degree in education and, and a advanced degree in early childhood education, and she is the mother of a three, I think Mason's three, and then she just had twins a year ago. So talk about, you know, oh my inc- yeah, talk about increasing the, uh, the child to parent ratio. Um, so on that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have Lori and Carolyn on the line. So everyone stay tuned. 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Hi, this is psychic medium Betsy Cohen, host of the show, The Power of Intuition. Join me at TalkingAlternative.com, Mondays at 11 a.m. Call in for a free psychic reading. Learn how to tune into your intuition to feel better and to create your optimum life. I'm here to guide you and to assist you in creating the life that you deserve. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed in the current chaos of our changing times? A deeper understanding of authentic astrology can uncover solutions in every area of life. After all, metaphysics is just quantum physics, poetically expressed. I am Montgomery Taylor, and I offer lectures, seminars, and private consultations. For more information, contact me at Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at rljmedia.com. This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media. Small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and today we're talking all about uh, advice for mommies to kind of keep themselves sane and, and juggling one child to two to even three. So I'm happy to have on the line today Lori Fields, uh, who you heard in the last segment. And now joining me for this segment is Carolyn Kaufman. She is a good friend of mine from college. She is, has her degree, like I said before, in education and early childhood education. She went from one child to two very, very quickly after she had a son and then had twin daughters uh, about a year ago. So, Carolyn, thanks for calling in and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Okay, so Carolyn, Lori, Lori, Carolyn, hopefully you can all hear each other. Hi, thanks. Hi, Carolyn. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> kind of a weird intro. But um, anyway, so last time, you know, Lori was sort of talking about, uh, as a mother, kind of giving, your per- giving yourself permission to kind of be where you are in that moment on that day and be the best mom that you can be. Mm-hmm. So, Carolyn, let me ask you, what sort of strategies did you use, especially going from having Mason, who, if for those of you, obviously, Mason is a great kid, so Carolyn is very, very lucky. And so you went from Mason to having the twins. So how did you, how were you able to take time for yourself, and how did you approach this uh, huge jump in children in the household? To kind of keep yourself sane. <laughs> that I work on every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it is hard balancing, and I feel guilty all the time because I never feel like I'm giving them enough of my time. Um, but I do take time. I take time just for Mason. He's four now, and mm-hmm. um, he was three and a half when they were born. And he's been 
you know, he was the king of the household. Right. So we have little dates. I have my parents come over. They're a huge help. They watch the girls. We go to lunch. We go to Dumpy. We go to the Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. Just stuff that him and I can do alone. When the girls take their naps, I try and play a game with them. So just keep in reminding them. I just tell them all the time, I love you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, that makes what perfect sense. What a great sense. big brother he is. And, Lori, what, uh, what do you think, you know, about how Carolyn said, you know, she, that she feels guilty about not spending enough time or, or sort of sharing her time with all of the kids? You know, how do you, what do you think about and how would you respond to that? How could you tell I wanted to jump on that? I know. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I was chomping at the bit over here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, all moms feel guilty, you know, for what, whatever their situation is, whatever it is they're doing or not doing. So to say that moms, you know, should release all the guilt, I think, is totally unrealistic. Um, that said, I think it just, you know, it is in line with, with the work that I do with women in, in saying, you know, look, you're doing the best that you can. And I firmly believe that the greatest gift as moms that we give our children is taking good care of ourselves. And I think, you know, I wish that I could sort of wave this magic, magic wand and sort of release that guilt that moms have around, you know, really doing the best that they can and taking care of themselves. Um, I think that I am a much better mom when I have gone to the gym, when I have, you know, gotten a good night's sleep, when I've gone out with a girlfriend, whatever it is that I feel like I have needed for myself. I can handle my marriage better, I can handle my children better, I can handle my work better. And, you know, I think from personal experience, I feel like everything is more manageable when you've had time to really take care of yourself. So, you know, that said, I'm sure, you know, I went from one to two, I didn't go from one to three. (laughs) So, I mean, that is, I can't even imagine how challenging that is. But, you know, if there's one thing that I would want for moms, it's really just to allow themselves, to give themselves a break mentally, you know, and physically, to take the time you need to take care of yourself. Mm. And, Care, do you feel like you get that time for yourself? I do. Not as often as I like. Yeah. But what she says is so true. Yeah. Like, I do feel better after I've, like, gone out and maybe had a pedicure mm. or, you know, gone out with a girlfriend, like she said, mm-hmm. or out with my husband. Mm-hmm. And I just feel refreshed and a good night's sleep. Or if I have to take a quick nap when they're napping, yeah. because I didn't see it. When I'm overtired, when I'm stressed out, if I've been housebound all week with them, I have less patience. And I take it out on them, and it's not fair to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I think that every mom can, can relate to exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know, Lori, do you feel the same way? Do you feel like every mom can kind of relate to that? Absolutely. Every mom gets overwhelmed. Every mom, you know, you just go through phases, you know. I mean, dealing with taking care of your children is completely unpredictable. You know, you don't know what it's going to be like day to day, moment to moment. So, you know, it's just essential that you're just taking care of yourself so that you feel equipped to handle these situations. And I will say that I feel like as, as children, I think the things that our kids remember are not so much some of the details that we contend as moms to get sort of hung up on and Mm -hmm. stressed out about. But I think, you know, the gifts that you give your children about, you know, how much you love them and quality time with them and the way you make them feel is going to be far more meaningful to them and powerful to them than some of the day-to-day stuff that we tend to sort of trap ourselves and stress ourselves out with. Mm, right. Kind of keeping that in perspective, too, that, you know, I never remember all those little things, you know, that my mom may have gotten, like, stressed out about or whatever it is, but I remember how she made me feel, and I remember, you know, the more substantial kind of meanings um, that, that we shared together. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 you know, I think that I feel the same way. And I think what Carolyn said, how she sort of makes that time for, for Mason, for her son, to do stuff together. You know, that's the stuff that he's going to remember more. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so let's, you know, if you were to have, Lori, because I know you're going to jump off uh, after this segment, but if you were to give advice to to a mom, let's say, 
you know, in Carolyn's situation, going from one child to, I mean, hers is a little extreme, to two, or to three, or even just going from one to two, what is the best advice you can give to that mom-to-be for the second or third time? Yeah, I think it would just be, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help, mm. you know, and, and don't be afraid to be honest with what you're going through. I think that sometimes when I talk to my mommy friends and I share the real truth about how I'm feeling, that nine times out of ten, the other person's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you said that because I feel the same way, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, there's hard times, and it's difficult, and sometimes we want to lock ourselves in the bathroom and cry, and sometimes we dream about running away from our life. And <laughs> I hear Carolyn laughing in the background there. <laughs> so true. Like, I'm not the only mom who ever thought, oh, my God, I want to get in a car and just drive somewhere. I don't even care where, you know? Like, I have to get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. Like, be real. I think that being real and sharing it with other women that value you and understand you it's so supportive and i think most of the time the other person needed to hear it as well so get yourself into a support group like have great mommy friends who totally get you and don't be afraid to ask for what you need you know i definitely have times where i know i need a break and i deny it and i deny it and i don't tell my husband and i don't ask for it and i i power through and it ends up biting me in the ass every time. Like right. It ends in a breakdown every right. time. So, you know, know when you need a break and honor that and take a break. Yeah, and I think that's great advice. And, Kara, would you agree with that? Oh, that is. That is. <laughs> I heard you laughing advice. when you yeah. were, like, get in the car and just go someplace. Oh, yeah, I've had that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's absolutely normal. So, Lori, thank you so much for, for calling in. And I hear I do hear the baby in the background a little bit, but she sounds very happy. I have a baby Mason, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's eight funny. months old. <laughs> it, well, it, I think it was on the list of top ten most popular baby names last yeah, I year. Yeah, now it's number two. Yep, it is, it is up there. It is up there. Um, so, Lori, thank you so much. Care, hopefully, can we get you to stay on for a little bit longer after this commercial break? Oh, I have to go only because I have to catch the train. Oh, that's right. Okay. So then let's just extend this for one second. So, Kara, before you jump off, what is your best advice to a mom going from one child to multiple children and how you kind of foster that uh, relationship between you and the children? Well, right before they were even born to get just Mason prepared, we would take them to the doctor's appointment, Mm. like the ultrasound more toward the end when you could really see the babies. And we just made him a huge part of it. We got him a Big Brother book, Big Brother shirt, mm-hmm. and we just talked to him about it. We bought a little baby doll. And just always any questions he had, any Tommy wanted to feel my tummy. And then even like the day they were born, I had a C-section, so I knew beforehand we had a present ready for when he came to the hospital to visit me, like the Big Brother. We just made him feel really important like this is a big job and a big step for him as well Mm -hmm. so just making sure that he's included in this whole sort of large family dynamic i think is very important yeah all right so girls thank you so much for coming on albeit for our brief time here but thank you so much i think you guys made some great points and hopefully a lot of mommies out there will listen to your tips and take them to heart so thank you so much thank you Lori, for coming on thank you carolyn and care hopefully i'll see you later Yes. Okay. All okay, right. Thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. guys. So, everybody, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking to my mom, because I thought, how could I have a show about mommies and not include her? So, everybody, stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Money, time, happiness, success. Where's your breakthrough? Join me, Nora Simpson, as I bring you real-world tools for combining financial smarts with spiritual purpose. As a consultant to CEOs, I've helped produce clear, measurable financial results while expanding integrity, passion, and joy. Share my journey as we apply the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment to create breakthroughs for people across the world, the people of Creation Nation. Listen to Nora Simpson's Creation Nation Fridays at 12 noon Eastern on TalkingAlternative.com. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. 
I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. still do Gave up smoking years ago Though I'm known to sneak a few Finally got off of caffeine Except for a cup or two But I quit falling in love The day I fell in love with you Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart here on TalkingAlternative.com. And the last two segments, I was happy to have on Lori Fields. Uh, she is the founder of RealBeautyIs.com and Carolyn Kaufman. She was my roommate in college and last year became the proud mother of three after the birth of her twins. And so, you know, in doing this show and thinking about great advice from mommies, I thought, well, wouldn't it only make sense to have my own mother come on the show? And because, you know, we're getting advice from a lot of my friends who have a lot of young children. And it's great to, you know, get advice on how to deal with babies and how to deal with toddlers. And but I think it's also important to get some sound advice from someone who's gone through the baby, the toddler, the elementary, middle school, high school, college, the teen years and everything else. And what's also what's also nice is my younger sister is actually pregnant again. So with so she's going to have another child. So hopefully this will be a good way for her to learn a little bit more as well. So on the line, I have my mom, Pat Litzy. So hi, mom. Hi, honey. <laughs> so. I don't know if you were kind of listening to the last segment with Lori and Carolyn, and we were really talking about, you know, getting ready for, you know, when you have one child or multiple children and getting ready for the birth of another. But let's sort of talk about <clears throat> maybe what advice you would give to those new mothers, knowing what you know now after raising your children well into their 30s. So what would be sort of some, uh, what would be your best piece of advice, let's say that you would give to Janelle, to my sister? I would say uh, don't forget to play with your older one. Mm-hmm. You know, dance silly, play games, <laughs> and uh, try to get them to help uh, with the baby. Mm-hmm. Because that's very important uh, as a big sister. Right, as a big sister, as a big brother, kind of like how Carolyn was saying, they really made Mason a big part of the whole her whole pregnancy by taking him to the doctor's appointment, showing him pictures of the the ultrasounds and things like that, and really making his position very important as being a big a big brother. Absolutely. Right. And now let's say let's fast forward to sort of later on down the road um, when. You know, your children are getting older, and how do you keep that sibling rivalry, I guess, at at a minimum? I mean, I think maybe a little bit of sibling rivalry is good. I'm not really sure. But how do you keep that as at a minimum? Because I can, I can say I feel like we didn't really have much sibling rivalry. At least I don't remember it. I don't know. You would probably remember better. No, I, I, I don't think you did. Uh, you just have to try to remember that each child is an individual Mm, mm -hmm. and they're all going to receive information differently and uh, respond to situations differently 
and uh, it just it's fun. <laughs> Right, right. So just kind of keep it fun. Because I don't, like, I don't remember. I know, like, there's stories. I have friends whose really sort of sister kind of really disliked her, probably until she got married, which was about four years ago, and we were in our 30s. (laughs) And I couldn't imagine, you know, having this person who you're related to not like you. So what what would you do in that situation, Mom, if we grew up and, like, really just wholeheartedly disliked each other? I really don't know how to respond to that. Because <laughs> yeah, because you didn't I, have it. I didn't have that in my family, and uh, I really don't know. Yeah. I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you have to grow up to have respect. You know, for one another, mm-hmm. and don't try to play your children against each other. Mm-hmm. Don't compare them. You know, like why can't you be more like your sister? You know, right, right. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, I don't think that you or or dad ever did anything like that. Um, and so now let's sort of go into, I guess, what a lot of people sort of dread are sort of those teen years. You know, because that's where, you know, I think as a person, you're sort of testing boundaries. You're certainly testing your parents' boundaries and maybe your schools and your friends and your siblings' boundaries. So how do you sort of keep keep more of a tight ship at home knowing you have, and, and I guess in our case, three girls that we were all teenagers at the same time. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> Sam just looked over. He was like, really? <laughs> I said, yep, yep. So you had sort of three teenagers all at the same time. So, you know, what sort of strategies, if you can remember, uh, did you use to kind of keep us to kind of run a sort of a tighter ship at home? Well, we kind of told you girls what we expected of you. Mm-hmm. We expected you to do your best at school, mm-hmm. uh, do your best at athletics, which fortunately you were all involved, and I think that it helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think being involved in athletics definitely, you know, you have a, sort of a, a sense of responsibility to yourself, to your teammates, to your school, to your parents to kind of do a good job, and I think that you know, I know I personally, if I have children, will be a big advocate of getting my children involved in any sport, whatever sport they want to do, um, but I think that it definitely helped. It doesn't have to be sport. No, it doesn't have to be sports. No. It could be music. It could be, right. you know, whatever anything, you're interested in. Anything at all. Right. Just to have sort of a, maybe a, an outside, an interest outside of the house. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and perhaps an interest that's just individual to, to one of your children versus, you know, saying, well, your older sister did this, and so no, you have to do it too. Right, right. Like I said, you're all individuals. <clears throat> you all have your own talents, mm-hmm. and uh, just develop them. Right, and being able, I guess as a parent, being able to recognize those talents and sort of push you gently in the right direction. Yes. <clears throat> Don't shove them. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, because then they tend to shove back. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that is certainly the opposite of, of what you, I would think, would want to do. And so I guess what would, um, sure. And what about, I know people always kind of are amazed when I tell them that I had a curfew until I turned 21. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if you were able to go back and, and do it all again, would you sort of enforce that sort of continued curfew? Absolutely. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, that that old saying, uh, <clears throat> nothing good happens after 12 o'clock. Yeah, I know. And and <laughs> that's that's very true. I know Daddy's be like, well, if you're not 21, you can't get into a bar, so what are you going to do after midnight anyway? That's right. <laughs> right. And it's funny, I had a patient who told me the exact same thing, that, you know, her, with her children, she's like, they had to be home at midnight because because exactly what you just said, nothing good can happen after midnight. <laughs> But I think that's very true. So we ran out of time for this segment. Do we have time? Mom, do you think you can stay on the line for a couple more minutes? Sure. Okay. So we'll be right back. So everyone stay tuned. 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Hi, this is psychic medium Betsy Cohen, host of the show The Power of Intuition. Join me at TalkingAlternative.com Mondays at 11 a.m. Call in for a free psychic reading. Learn how to tune into your intuition to feel better and to create your optimum life. I'm here to guide you and to assist you in creating the life that you deserve. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, I'm Carol Ward from the Body Mind Wellness Program. Listen to my show for ideas and information to help you live a healthier life in body, mind, and spirit. You'll hear from terrific guests who are experts in the areas of health, wellness, and creativity. So join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on TalkingAlternative.com, professionals serving community. Hi, this is Nancy Tato from Speak Spin Radio. Speak Spin Radio is an exploration of the world of communication, how it happens and how to make it better, because the quality of your communication has a direct impact on the quality of your life. Tune in Mondays at 2 p.m. on TalkingAlternative.com, where I'll be interviewing experts from business, academia, the arts, and new thought. Join me Mondays at 2 p.m. and get all your communications questions answered on Speak Spin Radio. This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media. Small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart right here on TalkingAlternative.com. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today is the last uh, show for the for our month of May, as next week is Memorial Day, and we will be off. So it's also the last show focusing on mommies. So like I said, the first show we did was with Hillary Irwin, Nutrition for Mommies, and Ting Ting Quo was on last week talking about common physical ailments during pre- and postnatal uh, times And then today, earlier in the show, I had on Lori Fields, Carolyn Kaufman, uh, talking about being new mommies. And then, of course, I couldn't have a mommy show without having my own mother on. So uh, she came on last segment, and we're still here with my mom, Pat Litzy. So we were talking last segment kind of about uh, how to prevent that sibling rivalry and how to deal with you know, three teenagers all in the same home at the same time, and I might add, with one bathroom. <laughs> and and it worked. It worked. Um, so let's talk about, Mom, now when... So you've, you know, you, you've raised us, we've kind of moved on, we've had our own lives. So I guess as a mother, I guess how do you kind of stay relevant and stay present when your children are sort of off doing their own thing, you know, do you ever feel like you're losing touch or losing ground? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes, but uh, you're all only a phone call away and uh, try to keep in touch with you. Not every day, mm-hmm. but, you know, a couple times a week just to see what you're up to. Mm-hmm. And And let's talk about going from... So like I said earlier, my younger sister Janelle is pregnant again, so she has a three-year-old, Sarah. And what was, so let's talk about going from being a mom to being a grandmother. So 
what is what is I guess obviously we know the difference between being a mother and a grandmother but how does your role change towards being a mother to Janelle when you also now have this granddaughter Sarah try to take a back seat Mm, mm -hmm. and Janelle is a mother she's going to raise her I'm not going to sit and try to raise Sarah to my standards Right, right. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, you know, obviously, you know, you love being a grandmother. And I think my one friend from home, her mother was so funny. After my friend Andy had her first child, she said, you know, I was born to be a grandmother. She's like, a mother, not so much, but a grandmother, yes. (laughs) Well, you have a tendency to spoil your grandchildren uh, because they're the second generation and you love them so much, just the way you loved your own children. Mm -hmm. And it can be a little bit spoiling. Right. And plus, like, you don't have the awesome responsibility of taking care of this child 24-7. That's true. You you only get to see them occasionally, so you you want to be the the good Grammy, right? 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 You sort of want to be that, and and I guess how has has your relationship with Janelle changed or grown or kind of moved since she had Sarah? Well, we have now we have another thing in common, mm. so uh, we can relate to each other on child rearing and the, the problems that you have and and uh, stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so yeah I guess that makes sense I never really thought about it that way so what would I guess your best advice be to, about being a grandmother what what is your best advice to give to women out there who you know now their children are having children and what's your best advice on being a good grandmother I hope I am a good grandmother. So well, I would that's say, why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be loving and not to be too bossy. Don't be critical about the way uh, Paul and Janelle are raising their child mm-hmm. because it's their child. It's not right. your child. Right, right. And... and- yeah, I think that's probably the best advice you can give, not to just, just to be a great grandmother, but really to anyone who maybe you have friends with children, to not sort of force your views on their child rearing. Absolutely. Right, and because your expectations. You yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know how that child is reacts to uh, being scolded or mm-hmm. being reprimanded or being hugged. Right, right. Sure, sure. Yeah, and I think that's sound advice, not just for anyone being a grandmother, but anyone who even if you're the aunt or the uncle, you know, or or just the friend. So I think that's great advice to not sort of push your your agenda onto your friends or your family and the way that they raise their children and to kind of, like you said, take the back seat and let let them drive with occasional advice. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. So, Mom, thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, you're very welcome, honey. And may I add something? Yes. Dad and I are always, always so proud of our three girls. We know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, though. (laughs) Okay, honey. Okay, so I'll uh, talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. And on that note, everyone, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you feeling overwhelmed in the current chaos of our changing times? A deeper understanding of authentic astrology can uncover solutions in every area of life. After all, metaphysics is just quantum physics, poetically expressed. I am Montgomery Taylor, and I offer lectures, seminars, and private consultations. 
For more information, contact me at Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at rljmedia.com. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today we're talking all about mommies, and we're getting great advice from a lot of uh, who I think are some great mothers out there. And on the line is no exception, um, Hillary Irwin. She was on the show two weeks ago. She's a registered dietitian, and she talked all about uh, and gave some great advice on eating healthy before you get pregnant, during pregnancy, after pregnancy. So, um, Hillary. Oh, and I have to also mention that Hillary is the as a, a mother of two children. She's got. Uh, well, anyway, I'll have her talk about it. So, Hillary, welcome back to the show. Hi, Karen. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. So, I was going to just Hi. kind of say that you're the mother of two, but you can go ahead and talk about your kids. Okay, so I have two little ones. I have Oscar, who's three and a half, and Lola, who's almost 15 months. So we so have our hands full, yes. but it's, it's a lot of fun. Yes, so you're very busy. So, you know, we sort of, in the first segment, I had Lori Fields on. I had my friend from college, Carolyn Kaufman, on. And they're kind of in your situation. They've sort of got two little, well, Lori has two little ones. My friend Carolyn had a three-year-old, and then she had twins. Um, wow. Yeah. So she's got three little. So now she's got a four-year-old and one-year-old twin girls. So, you know, Lori was kind of... And then in the last two segments, I had my own mom on, because why not, talking about mommies. And so we sort of talked about not only talking about the little ones, but as they become teenagers, and then it, that transition into grandmotherhood, um, mm-hmm. which is a very special thing, as I'm sure your mother can certainly attest to that. But... Let's, you know, one thing that I'm just going to kind of put out to you that Lori and Carolyn both said, and Lori, they both sort of echoed the same notion that sometimes, you know, motherhood is very difficult, and, you know, you show up every day, you don't know what you're going to get. You know, it's not like, you know, if you have a a regular desk job, you know, you show up, you kind of know what's going to happen. Every day you wake up in the morning, you don't have no idea what your kids are going to give you that day. Very true. <laughs> and sometimes, like Lori was saying, yeah, sometimes I want to get my car and just go for a drive by myself. <laughs> but you don't. So what, what do you do? How do you sort of cope with that, that different day, every day kind of a situation? And what advice would you give to mothers to cope with that? Well, I think that you have to, you know, you have, knowing that going into it definitely makes it, a little bit easier mm-hmm. so that you know the unprepared almost makes you prepared you know that not every day is going to be the same and sometimes the kids wake up and they're perfectly happy and they want to play and other times both of them want to be carried around the house at the same time mm-hmm. so I think just knowing that you know they are kids they can't always comprehend the situation um Sometimes I'm about to yell at my son. I'm like, you're acting like you're three. And then I realize you are three. That's why you're acting this way. Uh Um, You know, it can help sometimes even just saying those little things and being kind of silly and realizing that they are just little kids and they, you know, love you unconditionally and they can't always control the way that they're acting. Of course. Um, 
one thing that sometimes helps when more so the older one because my you know the 15 month old doesn't really doesn't know any different um this my three and a half year old is acting up to then give mommy a timeout so that you can go and kind of regroup and mm. you know figure out what you want to do because almost every mother that i know you know once you yell at your little children then you just feel really guilty that you yelled and it doesn't usually do that much right. to help the situation so right. even sometimes just giving yourself a little time out where i'll just go and sit in the other room and take a deep breath for a few seconds and then come back out and you know, you're better able to deal with the situation because you're not so upset with what's going on. Right. No, that makes, that's great advice, actually. And and I think because a lot of times, you know, you may tend to, like you said, yell because your emotions are getting the, the better of you, but to kind of take a step back and examine the situation and then go into it with an, a more sort of open mind. Exactly. So to speak. And, and I think... Yeah, go ahead. Also not, I was going to say, just not, you know, beating yourself up about those things either. You know, realizing that, okay, maybe that wasn't the best way to deal with it, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you kind of learn from those situations, too. Like, okay, I know, like, for Oscar, I know if he doesn't eat first thing in the morning, he's really cranky and really hard to deal with. So Mm -hmm. instead of getting upset with him, when he acts that way, I've learned, okay, I need to put food in his body, you know, and then he eats well, and then, okay, he's more manageable and I can deal with him. So, Mm -hmm. you know, learning all those different little things that affect your children will make it easier as well. Yeah, and I think my friend Carolyn had mentioned that as well. She said, you know, just trying to get on somewhat of a routine or a schedule so that, you know, it, if you're, like she said, you know, because she has the twins and, and the and the four-year-old, but she said mm-hmm. it, when the twins sort of, they start to get a little sleepy, she's like, I will, you know, just take them and immediately maybe put them in their crib or, or, or rock them to sleep versus waiting for them to get so tired that it's like, mm-hmm. you know, all hell breaks loose in that exactly. house when you have two screaming kids and then maybe you've got a three-year-old or a four-year-old not happy because everybody else is screaming. So right. and you, then the dog starts howling. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you've got a dog, and it's just it's a nightmare. So would you exactly. agree that kind of getting into a routine? You know, I I don't know if you're in a routine with your kids, but do you think that that helps to kind of usher a smoother day? Definitely, because you know the kids they learn you know the routine and they know what's coming next, and mm-hmm. I think it's really comforting to them. Mm-hmm. And I remember with. Oscar, you know, when he was a baby and we came up with this little bedtime routine where it was, you know, you have a bath and get a little baby massage and read a story and play mm-hmm. the same music every single night for three years. <laughs> and my husband would make fun of me, but he's like, you know, it really does work. You yeah. know, it's the same. And we do the same now with Lola that every night when she goes to bed, I put the same CD on and she knows when that song comes on that it's time to go to sleep. So right. having those little routines and rituals, I think it makes your life easier because you you can kind of be on autopilot. You just know what's coming next. Yeah. And then the kids too, they just, it's a comforting feeling to know that, okay, when this happens, I know this is going to happen next. And I think their behavior is better as well. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, and, and I think if, if anyone is listening to get that little nugget of advice is amazing. And now the other thing we were talking about is it's kind of going from when you have the, the one child, so you had Oscar, how did you prepare Oscar for the arrival of Lola? Um, you know, he was pretty, he was two and a half when she was born. And mm-hmm. I think that's sort of right on the edge of maybe getting it a little bit, mm-hmm. but not really understanding. Mm-hmm. So a few months before she was born, we got him with like a baby doll um, and a little stroller so that mm-hmm. he would have his own baby when, when I had my baby. Mm-hmm. And we also, when he was born, my parents came to, to watch him when I went to the hospital and we had bought a gift that was from the baby for him. Mm-hmm. So when he came to the hospital, he was getting something from his sister. I don't know if he really understood that or not, but, you know, some little thing, especially for the older right. kids, you know, that you could do. So they feel like, you know, they're getting something as well. Yeah. And then made a big deal about the fact that he was going to be a big brother mm-hmm. and he was going to help take care of her. Mm-hmm. And you know, got him a shirt, said big brother, and making sure to still give your older kid a lot of attention. I think yeah. that's really the most important Um you know, when I came home and he was my first, all you do is give the baby so much attention. Of course. But then you realize that the older kids are the, are the ones that are really going to get it. And the little kids aren't, the babies are not going to understand right. really who's holding them as long as they're being held. So right. I think what was most helpful with him was making sure that 
we did things special with him and still played with him once Lola arrived so he wouldn't feel like she came over and took his place. Right. And and I have to tell you, Hillary, it's uh, Lori and, and my friend Carolyn both gave this same exact advice. So that must be like the golden rule. It was literally the same thing. Like they got him a little present. They got him a big brother. They got, you know, she mm-hmm. said like she'll go out. My friend Carolyn will go out on dates with her four-year-old. Yeah. You know, it's so. It's important to still have, you know, every Thursday we have our breakfast date and go to a sports yeah. class together. Yeah. And it's important to do those things so that they know that they still have special time, even though they're not the baby. Right. And I think, you know, what Lori said kind of feeds into that. She said, you know, the kids, as they get older, they're not going to remember the little things like that you did, but they're going to remember the way you made them feel. Very true. You know, so you're making him feel loved and safe and secure. And I think that that goes a long way, you know, because I, I was even saying I don't remember it as, as I'm sure you don't. We don't remember the teeny little things that maybe our moms did for us when we were younger, but we knew that we were loved. Exactly. And that's the most important thing. Definitely. And, you know, you feel special. It really does make a difference to them. Yeah, yeah. And on that note, Hillary, we are going to, the time is up, believe it or not. That went by so quickly. Um, But I want to thank you for calling in again twice in one month. And I think you gave some great advice. So thank you so much. And Thank you. Of course. And a big thank you to Lori, Carolyn, my mom. And uh, everyone, enjoy your week. We are off next week for Memorial Day. But when we come back in June, uh, I'll be, it's going to be a f- month full of physical therapy. So uh, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thanks. Bye. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. your game want to improve your performance focus and motivation then you need aspire athletic consulting stop second guessing yourself move your game to the next level bring back the fun of the sport help your child build confidence and self-esteem through sports contact dale at aspire athletic consulting for a free 15-minute power session to get unstuck today your greatest athletic performance is just a phone call away at 801-604-0294 or visit aspireconsulting.vpweb Motivational coaching for athletic excellence. Aspire to greatness. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Looking to meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright but still haven't found the one? Want to make your current relationship as fulfilling as possible? Then tune in on Thursdays at 1 p.m. for Love in the Afternoon with Marnie Gallison. As a professional matchmaker, I've seen it all. With distinguished authors, industry gurus, and experts on everything from wine to fashion, join us as we discuss dating, relationships, and more on TalkingAlternative.com. Are you fed up with talking points rhetoric? Everywhere you turn, it's left or right spin, ideology, no reality. In fact, it's ideology over intellect. No more. It's time for the truth. Join me, Larry Sharp, a.k.a. The Neo Sage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, for the Ivory Tower radio program. In the Ivory Tower, we'll discuss what's important to you, society, politics, business, and family. It's provocative talk. For the realist and the skeptic who want to know what's really going on, what does it mean, and what can be done about it. So gain special access to the Ivory Tower and listen to me, Larry Sharp, your Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11, New York time. Go to ivorytowerradio.com for details. That's ivorytowerradio.com. The Ivory Tower is a great place to visit for both entertainment and education. 
Listen in Tuesday nights, 9 to 11. It will make you smarter. TalkingAlternative.com